For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in third and final hour of the program here on Tuesday morning and room for you at 508-996-0500. I know I keep seeing calls come in and then they stop and then they come in and they stop. Could also be somebody having an issue with their phone. That does happen quite a bit, especially when the weather gets like this, when it's cloudy. I have T-Mobile service and for the longest time before the 5G switch, a day like today, I'd be like, well, I'm not going to have any mobile service today because it was just... Actually, I think that was before 4G. I think 4G kind of cleared up some of those problems. But certainly, you know, I remember knowing, oh, you walked out, you weren't going to have much signal at all. Uh, what was it, Sandy? Was that the storm? That w- Which one was worse? I remember we had two, but one was worse than the other. Nah, whichever one was worse. The cell phone towers were active. The cell phone service was active here. I mean, I know in other places it was it was a disaster, but here it was active. But I couldn't get a signal. And in my house, I could never get a signal. And this is before they had all those boosters and everything that you can put in your house now. But it was two days of not really being able to connect Thankfully, you know, I just stayed home. It was myself and my wife and my son, so it wasn't like we were stuck. But I don't know. Now that it's just me, I'm like, well, what's going to happen if there's a if there's another hurricane and I can't connect to the internet? I'm going to drive myself crazy. At least when when they still lived with me, I I could talk to somebody and interact with somebody. I'm going to drive myself crazy in a matter of 24 hours. No, I, it's fine. I love being alone. But I don't like not having a signal. I don't like not being connected. And it doesn't have to be, you know, I'm not somebody that has to have my phone on me all the time. Yes, I do. Uh, but I don't have to look at it all the time. Yes, I do. I've, I've learned to, to let go when I need to. No, I haven't. I went on a cruise And before I was, you know, smart enough to get the internet package or dumb enough, depending on your perspective, and being out at sea for three days with no signal drove me crazy. Especially since at that time I was still married and 
my son was younger and I was technically working, so they weren't with me. And you're just panicking, like, oh, I hope when I get to land, everything's okay. Anyway, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Good. How are you? Um, just FYI, uh, I did call a couple of times, and I did hang up because I could see that the news was uh, approaching, and I figured I wasn't going to have enough time to talk. Okay, so. sure. As long, as long as it wasn't a technical issue or something on our no, end. No, uh, but I do. You're talking about T-Mobile. I don't know what it is, too, with my phone on um, Usually in the evening, I have a major problem, um, you know, uh, downloading stuff or Googling stuff. But that's not the reason why I called. Um reason I called was uh, to give my feelings about that little old man that calls every morning. Mm -hmm. The one that you mentioned, the whole doom and gloom uh, conversations about, um, you know, when he calls to educate us about what he's heard. You know, we really need to think about more about when call is called because all I all I can think of is this is a little old man, and we already know um, most likely that he is a very elderly man, that he probably lives alone. He's probably home all day. He probably speaks to no one. Um, and his um, only form of social communication is probably on the radio, calling the radio. And, you know, as far as the doom and gloom, um, it, you know, nowadays, even myself, I get up in the morning and I put on WBSM. I haven't put on my TV for over a year because it doesn't matter if it's in the morning, noon or nighttime. It's all doom and gloom. No matter what, you know, what station you put it on, it, it, it's all negative. It's doom and gloom. Even the weather. Even the weather people nowadays. Oh, yeah, um, they definitely they definitely play up. Like You know, I mean, everything is a storm. You know, weather. Well, we, 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 we were talking this morning about the creation of this term, Impact Weather Day. Like, what, you never heard that before. Right, right. And, you know, this, this man, you know, probably this is all he does. He's home alone. He has nobody. And he's just watching the doom and gloom on TV all day long or listening to... Um, other radio stations with the doom and gloom and the statistics. And, you know, probably when he calls in the morning, he just feels um, he's, you know, sharing, um, educating, whatever word you want, to um, the people that are listening to the radio. And maybe it makes him feel good. So I think that, you know, to... And again, I you know, don't get upset that I'm saying this, but... You know, for the man when he hangs up to say, you know, let, let's start our day doom and gloom. Well, this is probably all the man is used to. So um, if he's hearing that, you know, that's also not making him feel good or, or thinking, well, maybe I'm not going to call back anymore. So, Well, uh, think, first, first of all, he's definitely going to call back. He's going to call Chris and Marcus and he's going to call Barry. Then he's going to call well, in tonight. You know, whatever, you, know, maybe that, you know, maybe that's his only form of... Again, I can't sit and, here and, and judge him. And I'm not I, going to sit here and judge him. And just I hear... Like, just, I, like, just like you tell us when we're talking about illegals. Don't sit and judge because of this and because of that. So I'm calling you with my... And I'm not going to get into the illegal thing, but I'm just calling you to let you know how I feel. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there, too, that if you're a very elderly person 
And, you know, maybe the radio is the only form of communication that you can actually call and talk to somebody. And if that's what's going to be his part of conversation, well, you know, how long does that take? Yeah, five minutes. So, um, I, I hear what yeah. you're saying, but I also want to point out that this is a talk radio show. It's not him calling into his relatives or his friends to express how he feels about the news of the day. This is a radio show. And the same thing that you're saying, maybe he wakes up and only hears doom and gloom every day. Well, now he's calling in and passing that on to other people and doing the same thing to them with a bunch of well, dubiously well, what you researched well, what points. Do you mean? Well, what do you mean it's not a radio station to call and express? I thought that's what radio was for. No, you're I mean, saying you're saying that we we need to be here to opinion. You're saying we need to be here to be his his therapy. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is that you need you know we all need to be a little sensitive to what we're saying when people hang up on the radio. That's what that's what I'm saying. Have a good day. All right, okay? take you it easy. Yep. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to hang up on you there. That was uh, just me pressing the button too soon. But I I hear her points and I get her points, but. If he was calling up to talk about how great it is that Massachusetts is welcoming in all these illegal immigrants, and if he was calling in to talk about how we should be giving them more things, nobody would be calling me to complain about how I treated a caller. They would be like, good thing you hung up on that guy. That guy's a liberal loon. So... <laughs> You can try and play the, the, you know, we need to be more sympathetic to people card, but you just want me to be more sympathetic to a, to a point of view that you want to hear more of that I just don't have. And I'm not saying that that's what that caller was saying. I'm just saying that that's, what, that's why people are upset about it. Jimmy will call in tomorrow and we will have another conversation and we will get along perfectly fine. We have done that before. We have argued before. He doesn't need all of you to get offended on his behalf. This is a talk show where we will talk about some things and sometimes talking about things means you don't hear what you want to hear. Sometimes my opinions will be different than the way that you feel. I don't like to start the day off with a whole bunch of heavy things. I didn't bring up immigration. You want to, you know, rewind the tape, reel it back and listen again? I was talking about gas stations. And whether or not you can pump gas. As some people like to point out, I, I just talk about stupid things that don't matter. Because it's the morning. Want to get you started off, you know, having a little bit of fun. Goofing around a little bit. Talking about, you know, some important local news that I think that you need to know. But I'm not trying to get you worked up. He was the one that called in off topic and wanted to rail about illegal immigration. So, uh, let's be careful how much sympathy we show for a caller that calls in every day with his own agenda of what he wants to talk about that isn't what we're talking about the rest of the show. And I know, I know what's going to happen. People are going to call in and say, well, isn't this WBSM? Isn't this open line? No, not anymore. I'm sorry if things have changed in the way that, that talk radio works now. But we kind of want you to stick on topic. Sometimes I might say, hey, call up and talk about whatever you want. Because, you know, we're not having a conversation about something in particular. We're trying to keep it going. But I've heard plenty of other hosts 
when a caller calls up, say, oh, nope, sorry, we're not talking about that now. Call back another time. I don't. I let him have his say. I let him go on for three or four minutes. Derailing my conversation to talk about what he wanted to talk about. And then I took exception with a term that he used. That's what happened. There was no, there was no picking on him. There was no making him feel like he can't call in. That's not what happened. He called up to hijack the conversation to talk about what he wanted to talk about, as he does every time that he calls. Sometimes he's on topic. And I pushed back at what he was saying. That's it. That's all that happened. I wasn't trying to ruin anybody's day. I wasn't trying to not give him his say. That's what happened. And it happens on all the other shows. And I know I know people don't like me because of my opinions or people, I won't say that you don't like me because of my opinions. You, you get upset when I express my opinions because they might be differently than yours, be different than yours. And people might not like it because I don't do the job the same way as the person that was here before. I can only do what I know is true and authentic to myself. And that's, that's all that happened. I'm sure I did not ruin his day. And if I did, call me back, Jimmy. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a joke. I'll tell you a funny story. I'll make you feel better. But he's fine. He's going to call back tomorrow and we'll talk about something different. Or maybe we'll talk about the same thing. But he won't use the term that I said not to use on the air. You can't call up and call transgender people transgenders. You refer to them as transgender people. We don't say the blacks. We say black people. We don't turn people into whatever label we're trying to give them. Because what goes from being a descriptor, what goes from being an adjective becomes a noun. And that takes away the humanity of the person. That was my point. It had nothing to do with whether or not illegal immigration was, was right or wrong. It had to do with the terminology. And when I said, hold on, we don't refer to people that way. He started an argument about it. So, again, I'm not looking to fight with anybody. I'm not trying to fight with anybody. Go back and listen to my conversation with Mary. Did I, did I argue with her? I told her she can't threaten people on the radio. But I just, I let her vent and we moved on. It's just a talk radio show, folks. It'll all be Okay. We'll be back in just a few moments. All right, let's go right back to the phones. 508-996-0500. You are next on WBSM. Hi, Tim. Hello. So we, we agree about some things, and we don't agree about most everything. But mm-hmm. I have to say, I do agree with, you know, the fact that you're not trying to come on in the morning and hit people with heavy, 
you know, divisive, well, maybe divisive, but like not heavy topics. It's, it's too early for that. Nobody's interested in that. I mean, Phil didn't uh, hit hard with issues. He covered things, I think, in a very light, breezy way. It informed us about something that maybe happened, but it wasn't like, you know, I don't, I don't know who wants to get up and just tear into issues and get all upset in the morning. It's like, oh, settle down. Yeah, so I mean, some people do. Some people, you know, when they wake up, you know, they might turn on the news and hear something and say, I've got to react to this. But, you know, I try not to make it the place for that. And part of the reason is not only because you want to start the day off somewhat lighter, but also because the format of this time slot, there's so much going on with the commercials and the plugs and all that kind of stuff. We don't really have time to, like on some of the other shows, we can really have a long, nuanced discussion. Right, like I, I, I'd rather have the morning be a little light, you know, I feel like Phil always kept it that way and maybe some people aren't interested in some of your topics or they think they're silly or whatever, but I still think it's better than trying to, you know, I for one don't want to get up and all, you know, sometimes I tune in and see if there's something going on that I might have missed, but I don't want to hear like really deep, you know, divisive discussions. I'm just not, just not ready for it. I just kind of want to ease into the day. <laughs> I mean, I don't really, I don't want really want to have divisive discussions on the radio at all. Period. I want it to be more of a place where you can come in and, and debate and discuss and have reasonable discourse. But unfortunately, that's just you know the nature of it. When people start talking about things, they get emotional about things, and then it kind of can devolve from there. Right, and 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 I, you know, there are things now that upset people that weren't necessarily upsetting before, and I don't even know some people that are upset about say saying like like nicknames sort of used to be a term of endearment and now it's like well you can't say this well why you know and also some people aren't upset about that you know i feel like i don't know if it's offensive to you know people that are called latinos but i don't hear people always saying the latin community or the let you know some people say latinos and is that wrong who knows but I'm saying well, no, it, that's we not... feel like we get, you know, people get upset. And to me, in the past few years, there's a whole new language you have to learn. And it's like I've tried to learn several different languages. And at this point in my life, it's harder to pick up new languages. And like calling somebody they, it's just like you said, you like to say what's true and authentic to you. But referring to one human as they doesn't feel right. It's just I can't do it. It just doesn't sound right to me one person is not they if you say they went to you know they went somewhere but it still sounds like not right you know so it's like to, to tell certain people you know i don't use that terminology because i find it offensive but to say you have to say it this way that i think is where it, it becomes upsetting to that person it's like wait a minute i have to say it the way you guys have decided it is to be said now, you know, it's like, well, wait well, a minute. Yeah. That's, that's kind of how language works. No, not really though, because when it, when it changes all of a sudden, you know, you, you kind of feel like the language is being hijacked, not necessarily. Well, I mean, you know, I don't, there are new words the word, the then. word conversate isn't a real word, but it's become a real no, word. It is not a real word. No, they, 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 you they converse. It, or it, you have a conversation, but conversation. It's in, it's in the dictionary now. It's it, they've it's added it to the dictionary. I know it, dri I mean. it drives I, me I nuts like too. I like words. Maybe I'm just a traditionalist, but I mean, I like words by definition. I don't like people just 
hijacking the language. It's like, no, you do not conversate. I mean, we're, we're lucky. a word for that. We, I'll just hold you there because I got to go to the news, but we are lucky that at least the English language is a living language, so it can have that, you know, that kind of flexibility. But you're right. Some some of them, some of these things are a little bit crazy. Like, Yeah, I've heard them all. All right, have a good day. You as well. Like, prolly is not a word. You can you can say prolly all you want. It's not a word. We'll, we'll probably go to the news right now, though, with Adam Bettis. Crews are working to restore power across some areas of the eastern U.S. after severe storms battered the region on Monday. At least two people were killed and more than a million people lost power at the height of the outages. Tornado watches and warnings stretched across 10 states from Tennessee to New York, with high winds sending power lines into homes and roads. More than 2,600 flights were canceled Monday and some 7,900 delayed. A federal judge is dismissing Donald Trump's counter-defamation lawsuit against writer E. Jean Carroll. Mark Mayfield has the story. The judge ruled Trump's legal team did not prove Carroll's statements about the former president during a CNN interview in May were false. Carroll was asked about the jury's verdict finding Trump sexually abused her but did not rape her, as defined under New York law, in which she responded, oh yes, he did. Carroll was awarded $5 million in the civil suit. Trump is also set to go on trial in January on another defamation lawsuit brought by Carroll in 2019 for statements that Trump made while president. I'm Mark Mayfield. A Colorado judge is putting the state's new gun law, raising the minimum age for purchasing a gun, on hold. The district court judge granted a preliminary injunction yesterday, blocking a law that would have raised the age for all gun purchases to 21 years old. The judge said the gun rights group that filed a lawsuit was likely to win its argument that the law violates the Second Amendment. One of the largest ever lottery paydays is up for grabs in the next Mega Millions drawing. The jackpot is now estimated at just over $1.5 billion, making it the largest payout in the game's history. The next drawing happens tonight at 11 o'clock Eastern. Additional interest rate hikes will likely be needed. That's a message from a Federal Reserve governor. The Federal Reserve raised interest rates last month for the 11th time since March of 2022 in a move to combat inflation. Its next rate hike decision will come in September. And director William Friedkin is dead at the age of 87. Lisa Taylor reports. Friedkin is known for directing the Oscar-winning film The French Connection, for which he, too, won the Oscar for Best Director in 1972. Doyle is bad news, but he's a good cop. We're going now. Bye. Two years later, in 1974, The Exorcist earned Friedkin another Best Director Oscar nomination. In the name of the Father and of the Son the Holy Spirit. The Exorcist had 10 nominations in total and one for Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Sound, but earned a place in history for Friedkin as director of arguably the best scary movie of all time. Friedkin also directed the film To Live and Die in L.A. His wife confirmed his death in Los Angeles on Monday. I'm Lisa Taylor. In sports, thanks to a walk-off Grand Slam, the four-game losing streak of the Boston Red Sox has been snapped. Pablo Reyes homered in the bottom of the ninth inning as the Red Sox beat the Kansas City Royals 6-2 at Fenway Park last night. The Red Sox and the Royals continue their series tonight at 7.10 p.m. with their first pitch set for 7.10 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast.
Well, we have a heavy weather day in store for us. Keep your eye to the sky. We have a flood watch that's in effect till midnight tonight. We also have multiple rounds of heavy thunderstorms moving through the area. That second round will be kicking off in the afternoon. We'll be reaching a high of 80 degrees overnight tonight. Humid with scattered rain, low of 66 and tomorrow. Partly sunny, not as humid. Gusty winds tomorrow, high of 85. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 74 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Wake up! He'll wake you up better than that extra large cup of coffee. Now, more Tim Weisberg on WBSM. back in 508-996-0500 so on that rejoiner you know it says he'll wake you up better than that than that third cup of coffee and then there's like a little sound i just want you to know that that sound i'm assuming it's a slurping sound of of, of drinking a coffee even though i don't know i just noticed that it's, it sounds like a bong rip i i don't think that that's what <laughs> I don't think that that's what it is. I'll have to call Maverick, the guy who, uh, our production guy who makes that stuff, and be like, just take a look at that file and tell me what sound effect you put in there. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's uh, it's finishing a cup of coffee and not a bong rip, but it, it kind of sounded like a bong rip to me there. So if that's what wakes you up in the morning, I guess, you know, it's legal. As long as you're over 21. It's legal. 508-996-0500 if, uh, if you want to call in and chime in. And uh, we got an app chat message from DL in Dartmouth who says, we struggle to provide the necessary services for people that are here legally, such as the veterans who put their life on the line in the military to protect this country. Just because millions of people want to come here, we should not allow them in until we can handle the homeless crisis for the people that are here already. Uh, well, here's the thing about that. We, we could handle that. We could, but people don't get as outraged about that as they should. People don't get as outraged about it. They throw their hands up and say, well, you know, what can you do? The people want to live out on the streets. You can't make them come in if they don't want to. And that's true. Some people do. There was a, a, um, a, a very well-known woman in Wareham for a number of years who was homeless. And her daughter tried to bring her in, tried to get her to come and stay with her. And she refused. She wanted to live that lifestyle. She wanted to be outside and free and she would wash her clothes in the river she knew how to do all that stuff she knew what plants to get to use as detergent and all that. she was amazing her name was Anne marie she was an amazing person but she also had her you know limitations of what she was willing to how she was willing to participate in society she would take a room you know if somebody wanted to, to put her up in a hotel room on a really cold night she would agree and go in but for the most part, she wanted to live free. And that is true in some cases. But I do think that there's a lot we could do to help people. And we just don't. And unfortunately, 
it's because of the appetite that some people have for being able to offer that help. They'd rather turn a blind eye to what that problem is. They'd rather, you know, rail against the people that are standing outside the, you know, market basket or, or uh, at the octopus or whatever who are holding up signs that, that don't need the money. The people who are just doing it as a scam and that's what everybody fo- fixates on. Instead of the people that actually do need it. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, Tim. I know I called before, but this is about the gasoline. Sure. Um, I Googled it, and it said yes, um, and um, you can do it in Massachusetts and the United States. And all, credit card. In all the states? Card. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's and probably why credit- I couldn't, couldn't find anything. Yeah. Did you Google it? I did. I typed in, can you use a, a gas pump after it's, after the gas station's closed in Massachusetts? And I didn't yeah, see anything. But again, I did a curse yeah. research, so. Yeah, and it says uh, as long as you use a debit card or a credit card. Well, of course, you can't just, you know, go into the store because the store's not open. Sure. But this is okay. a game changer for me. I'll see. But also, why do I have to sit there and wait for the person to approve the, the, the transaction when they're open if I don't have to wait for them to approve it if they're closed? See? Wait till they close and you go get your gas. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I don't have to deal with any people. <laughs> there you go. Right. Yeah, that's a good idea today, huh? Well, All righty. Thank you for the information. All right. Bye-bye. And, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to write an article about that because I had no idea. And, and maybe some of you had no idea either. But that's amazing to me. I, how many times have I, like, gone out somewhere and it's late at night and I'm coming home and I've got to get gas and I'm like, oh, that gas station's closed. Oh, that gas station's closed. Where is there a gas? I got to find a gas station before I run out of gas. That's so many times I've been in that situation. And who knew I could have just pulled into the first gas station and pumped the gas? The other thing, too, if I had been smart and not a dope, which I can be a lot of the time, I might have thought to myself, that's why the pumps are still on at night with, you know, the, the, the video display and all that kind of stuff. That's why they don't cut the power to those. That would have made sense. All right, I'm going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. <laughs> You know, in my research into some of the gas questions that I had, you know, about can you pump gas after the station's closed? And my, and my research into that, I did discover that there's one Massachusetts town where you can't pump your own gas. There's no self-serve stations allowed in one particular town. I'm going to write about that, so I won't spoil it and tell you now. But it's not that far from here. In New Jersey, you can't pump your own gas. How do you have that? that rule in place in today's day and age and how do you defend it first of all full serve gas is going to cost people more what what resident of a town is not voting for so who says 
you know what? Just can't let people pump their own gas. They can't be trusted. They're, they're going to go and they're going to they're gonna top it off. That's not legal. We can't let them top it off. You know, there's always that sign that says no topping off. They're going to talk on their cell phones while they pump gas. Well, it's, it's not 1998. Your, your cell phone's not going to cause a spark in a fire anymore. So I, I don't get it. I don't get why you would still have that point of view. Unless, you know, you want your town to be Mayberry. But this, this place where you can't pump gas, it's not Mayberry. I was just there last week. It's not Mayberry. They've got every fast food chain imaginable. They've got every retail store imaginable. So I, I don't know why they would have this one particular rule. I'm going to have to look into it a little bit more. It's just dumb. What, what, where do you go to find full-serve gas anymore? That explains why when I got gas on my way home from the place that I was at, it was a full-serve station. I pulled up and I was like, well, I don't want to make this guy get out of the booth at 1.30 in the morning. I'm, I'm going to go find the self-serve pump and I couldn't find one. That explains it. I just thought it was the gas station. It's the whole town. I'm having major revelations about gas today. This is what happens when I don't get enough sleep. I get fixated on something and, 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 and dwell on it. So I can't imagine anybody... I mean, all right, I guess. Like, if, if, if you're dressed up to go somewhere and you want to pull up to a gas station, you say, yeah, I, I'd rather not pump my own gas while I'm, while I'm wearing this nice dress or this nice suit. Or maybe it's freezing cold out and you say, hey, you know what, I'm going to stay in the nice warm car. Let, let this person pump my gas. But uh, unless you're Rockefeller, you're not pulling up to a gas station and being like, yes, um, please pull it up regular. No, actually, no premium because I can afford it. Like, I don't think that that's happening. I think people want to pump their own gas. How does this town stand in the way of it? Maybe they started a ballot initiative, but they got the wrong information, so it failed. Uh, 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. I just, I don't know. I'm blown away by the, the, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that so many times I've driven by gas stations and I could have gotten gas when they were closed and had no idea. Marcus, did you know that? Did you know that you can pump gas at a closed gas station if you're using a debit card or a credit card? I didn't know that. It's good to know. Yeah. It kind of changes your life knowing that. Honestly, I try not to pump my own gas. Oh, oh Rockefeller over here. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So from now on, it's called being a pharaoh. Yes. He just pulls up and says, my good man, top, do, you, do you use premium or do you use regular? Regular. Okay. All right. So you're, at least you're still one of us. All right. Well, unless he unless he wins the uh, Mega Millions tonight with that jackpot out there, you don't have to ever pump your own gas again. In fact, I don't even think you need to worry about gas because you can just fly everywhere in your private jet and, and helicopter. And if you know the winning numbers, call, give me a call. 508-996-0500. Uh, also, too, we talked about earlier, I had mentioned the, uh, the story at um, newbedfordlight.org about... The, the South Coast Rail and how close we're getting and how close it is. And I found it interesting in there because I, I hadn't really heard much about this in quite a while. But apparently they have not completely abandoned the plans for the phase two route of South Coast Rail. 
you know, we, it kind of had fallen by the wayside. Nobody was really talking about it anymore. And they didn't really seem to have a timeline anymore for it. That would be the electric route that would run through the Hockamock Swamp. But according to Grace Ferguson's report, it, it, it's still very much in the works by, I believe it said 20, I have to pull the story back up again, but it said, uh, in, I think it was 2030, which is not that far away. Now, I have concerns about that route for the sake of the Hockamock Swamp and, and for the sake of the, the wetlands that, that would have to go through. They claim that this won't be any kind of disruption. But I also think, too, that there's a good chance that that plan might get abandoned if the ridership on this isn't close to what they're hoping that it'll be. I mean, they, as, as I said in the article, it mentions that in 2017, they were thinking 740-something people a day coming from New Bedford on the train. Do you, th- do you think that that's going to be the case today? In tw- That was a 2017 number. Do you think in 2023... You're going to have 700 people taking the train from New Bedford to Boston every day? I don't. I think you'd be lucky if you have 70 people. You know, maybe 70 at each station. 70 at downtown, 70 at Church Street. Maybe, maybe 70, 80 over in Fall River. But I don't think it's going to be 700 people in, in New Bedford and What's their prediction for Fall River then? Four or five hundred? I just don't see it. And if that's the case, if the ridership is that low, maybe they do abandon that plan for the electric route, which, according to the article, would be a huge time saver from this 90-minute commute from New Bedford that we'll have already. It's going to save 11 minutes. Huge time saver, right? 11 minutes. That's worth another couple billion dollars. So uh, I'm excited for it. I want it to happen. I will, I will ride it at some point. I don't want to be the first. I'll take the second ride. I don't want to be on the first ride. Let somebody else do that. Like never be the first person to ride a roller coaster every day. Don't be the first person in line. Wait for the second person. Even though they've run some tests, don't tempt fate. Get the second ride. 508-996-0500. Back in a few. A time. So if you do call in, you'll be talking with Chris and Marcus coming up after the news with South Coast Now. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you about precision window and kitchen because batting down the hatches, as we said today, it's going to be one of those impact weather days, as the meteorologists like to call them now. You know what that means? It's going to rain. There's going to be rain. There's going to be thunder and lightning. And as that happens, you're going to be taking a look at your roof and saying, oh, man, I got to do something about this roof. And if that's the case, call Precision Window and Kitchen. I know, I know, window, kitchen, right? But roofs are in their DNA. It's what they do. So if you need to have your roof replaced or even if you want to just have it looked at, maybe it just needs a repair, call them. They'll come out. They'll take a look at it, and they will give you a free estimate. They can also do all kinds of other great work in your kitchen, in your bathroom, anywhere in your home, and it's listed all up on their website at precisionwindowandkitchen.com or stop by their showroom at 1111 Cushion Avenue and talk with them about how to make your home the way that you envision it with Precision Window and Kitchen. That's going to do it for me. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.